You're listening to the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by armchair critics of the game. I am your host Giri. I'm joined today by my regular co-host Ajit. Hello Ajit, how are you doing? Hi Giri. I'm doing good. How about you? Well, I'm also doing good, I guess, but uh, you know how it is these days, right? Mm-hmm. So self-isolation. Well, I mean, it's not a bad thing. How's the corona mania in your part of the world? <laughs> well, it's not such a big world that we live in anyway. Indeed. as you see uh, because it's spreading right so quickly everywhere mm-hmm. the world is getting smaller for the right. virus i guess jokes apart yeah the numbers are growing every single day mm-hmm. so we've all been asked by our respective governments i think in major european countries they've decided to shut down schools mm-hmm. still ongoing so even more people have been advised to stay away from social gatherings in fact not indulge in such uh, group activities work from home <laughs> uh, more skype calls or video conferencing mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff and vpn servers uh, crashing everywhere especially uh, in the company where i work so too many people you know trying to connect all at the same time remains to be seen in the long mm-hmm. run it will continue for i think two or three weeks right and we still don't know where we are heading between our previous episode and today there was an address by the prime minister of the netherlands mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. announcing these measures and also asking people to uh, be resilient and help each other in this time of need and i think people especially in the front line mm-hmm. emergency services sector i think they're doing a great job yeah right so we have to uh, yeah we have to commend them for their efforts in trying to um, keep this country going uh, even though everything else has begun to shut down so how is it going for you well mostly staying at home and and getting up the nose of my roommates i think uh, but i mean yeah i don't know how they put up with me right so i keep mentioning it if i get through this period without you know one of us suffering something you know, terminal me or my roommates i think okay. we've we've done well so <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's been a bit tough a couple of days you know just staying inside the house i hate that but and also i miss uh, you know all my other things socializing with friends meeting them maybe going out for a coffee having a lunch or a dinner outside you know these things i miss quite a lot but i mean i understand what's the situation and you know people need to be a bit uh, careful given the situation and well they're they're going for a herd immunity here in the netherlands they are targeting a herd immunity mm-hmm. until you know some sort of a vaccine can be identified so you know it's it's sort of a technical question for a cricket podcast i'm sure but do you think this is going to work kiri <laughs> i don't know i don't know you're not asking a virologist here so i have no bloody idea what that means okay. the only thing i know is a lot of people should get infected and they will form some form of a, a wall a protective wall for the more vulnerable people i think this is what i understood in later. this is precisely that so yeah. uh, that basically means 60% of the population should have gotten and survived the virus yeah. that's where a uh, herd immunity possibility actually starts so it's a longer discussion i guess but yeah i mean supermarkets are not are not particularly empty some shelves are certain shelves are unexpectedly empty mm-hmm. but i mean i still don't know why people stockpile toilet paper and <laughs> wash liquid hand yeah. sanitizers but god bless them i'm sure they have some use for it right so i have a finite number of toilet paper rolls with three people in the house i've made an estimate of some sort and i think we're good for two months 
Right? So you you basically allowed the amount of uh, toilet paper you can use for Sometimes. a given uh, person in a single day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't think it's come to that yet. I mean, I think we'll get through. Yeah, with or without the toilet paper issue, I mean. But mm-hmm. look, I mean, apart from all the jokes, I think we are being very stoic. We see a very stoic face. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I heard the first time since 1973 that the Prime Minister of our country, our Netherlands, has actually come out and addressed the people, right? Yeah. Uh, regarding a crisis. So uh, that was that was good to hear that they are actually taking it very very seriously. And mm-hmm. we really hope this uh, you know this has peaked and we are uh, we'll be slowly on the other side and it's going to pass by maybe a fortnight if not 20 days. We really hope you know uh, that it goes away. So. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it is taking a toll on normal day-to-day life, right? So, oh, so yeah. many events have been postponed or cancelled indefinitely, mm-hmm. right? So, we, we hear a lot of things, uh, right? I think one of the major announcements that was made a couple of days ago uh, mm-hmm. in the sports arena was that the European uh, football championships that happens every four years, right. uh, which was scheduled to be played this year, this summer, in fact, mm-hmm. has been postponed uh, to 2021, so next year. So it's a big announcement, if you ask me. So it's uh, people are taking it really seriously. Almost oh, doubt If there was ever any doubt, mm-hmm. and you know, we have also so many cricketing events which have been suspended. Speaking of you know cricketing postponements, uh, let's get into the other news because that's the only news we have today, right? There's no <laughs> cricketing news to discuss. So yeah. you know, PSL playoffs. And the final has been postponed, right? So, yeah. uh, or not playoffs, I must call them the semi-finals. So, first of all, PSL, which had a four-match playoffs, reduced it to like two semi-finals to be played on one day and the final on the next day, right? But even that has been postponed. Uh, we don't know when and if they'll be playing those. So, also, one player who was uh, playing in PSL was potentially suspected of having uh, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. It looks like it might be uh, Alex Hale, so it's not confirmed. He seems to have exhibited a few symptoms or he has confirmed to having um, some of the symptoms of coronavirus. So we really don't know if uh, if that also if that also means, uh, you know, he's been infected. And so he left uh, Pakistan early. We know that. So uh, that's one of the reasons why they had to take this decision as well. Right. So in other news, uh, we see that indeed. Right. So Ganguly, uh, Saurav Ganguly, the BCCA president, has indicated that uh, IPL could be truncated if at all it will be held this year. There were some meetings between the team owners and PCCI, uh, the office bearers of uh, the IPL committee and so on. Uh, they seem to have uh, come to a consensus that it makes sense that maybe holding it uh, is not the best of things to do given the uh, given how yeah. things are shaping up, right? Um, I don't know if you read, some some owners are a bit angry, some owners are a bit, you know, Pensive, some they're, they're sort of accepting the decision, but not entirely happy. It looks like, but they all still echo yeah. the sentiment, right? Yeah, I think they've put a lot of money into this, huh? so it's a money-making business. Uh, this IPL, and it's mm-hmm. their chance to make money uh, in six, seven weeks every year, mm-hmm. right? But uh, this this should not happen, in my opinion. It should be postponed indefinitely. They shouldn't even try to give a message that it'll be truncated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you just heard me say about uh, talk about this European football championships, which has been postponed until 2021, right? So that that only usually happens during the summer holidays, so in the mm-hmm. month of June, July, August, typically. Right. And right, right. the European uh, uh, countries are looking so far ahead, and then they are thinking that they won't be ready to hold that uh, such such a big event. Mm-hmm. And IPL, I know there is a lot of money, like I said, but 
this should be either cancelled or postponed maybe to you know sometime during the christmas break when everything else has settled down mm. well if they're so desperate why not play book cricket like we used to when we were kids <laughs> hey that's a good suggestion man so <laughs> i'm not sure the audience will be very excited but yeah, yeah if you want to settle ipl that's one way of settling it right settling mm. tournaments i don't mm. know if you saw a cheeky tweet by shahid afridi mm-hmm. i think uh, he plays for the uh, multan sultans this mm. year and he said uh, so it looks like you know the rest of psl might get cancelled but why not give the trophy to the leading team or the team that finished on top of the mm-hmm. league standings which was multan sultans right so look some countries have actually decided that's a good way of deciding the tournament for example the finals of the sheffield shield was cancelled they because only the final was remaining and new south wales was so far ahead that uh, they came to a common consensus that new south wales would be awarded the tournament and they did that i like that i like that sort of uh, decisiveness in the way so these things are settled right that's a, that's a good thing for sure mm-hmm. but you are also saying apart from book cricket is there any other way do you think they could play it indoors with no spectators and you know still keeping a, some sort of a competitive you know indoor cricket for ipl do you think that's a good idea agree <laughs> indoors i don't know if that's even a good idea i mean i don't know i mean mm. i can't speculate on this but uh, they shouldn't play any form of cricket they just need to take a break i know it's not good for athletes and players it's also a lot of uh, uh, discussions and uh, complaints being made by uh, athletes who would participate in uh, tokyo olympics later this year ah, and right. that olympics also has a very good chance of being either postponed or uh, yeah. yeah maybe suspended Uh, indefinitely I, i i don't know because uh, japan still has some infections right so if everything will be fine by then i'm not too sure so uh, but the the main thing is the athletes need to prepare they need to condition themselves you know they need to prepare mentally as well phys- as well as physically mm-hmm. before the olympics and uh, now that everything is you know up in the air they can't make up their minds so this is also hurting their preparation um so i understand the frustration part everybody is frustrated so are we even though we have desk jobs but we have to yeah, if you if you consider two different things one is money and then health i think health always uh, should take precedence and they should just call it off just send out a clear message saying uh, you know we we will hold it some other time just don't announce make an announcement saying it might be truncated or they are going to view it on a week by week basis it's not yeah. going to disappear so quickly so i think they should simply make a decision and then uh, spell it out makes sense now i think they are trying to hedge their bets keep the let's say the at least when it comes to ipl i mean they are trying to mm-hmm. hedge their bets trying to make sure the investors are happy as well as uh, the team owners and fans are sort of still kept on the tenter hooks as to when the tournament could be played but you are absolutely right i mean the way this disease has developed and spread across the world we don't see it abating at least for 3 to 4 weeks if not more right so that brings uh, a real logistical issue into question and i think i also agree with you when you say uh, summer olympics itself is under threat even though it's summer is very far away right i mean yeah. july is very far away but that doesn't mean anything so given this con- given these conditions it makes sense that even as high profile a tournament as ipl if they mm-hmm. take the decision to cancel it it would be a very prudent one how much is it worth ipl in general every uh, year in dollars maybe a billion i don't know i'm just making maybe. a guess really yeah compare that with uh, the airline industry for example right now mm-hmm. oh they are suffering uh, i just heard klm is going to klm one of the national uh, carriers uh, in the netherlands who have uh, a partnership long standing partnership with air france 
I heard that they're probably going to stop 90% of their fleet or they're just going to ground them, right? So they, they are suffering huge losses. And if you compare that with IPL, it's it's absolutely nothing. It's peanuts. Indeed. Right? And they are actually sending people home because it's not, it's not people are not traveling on, on, the, on one hand. On the mm-hmm. other hand, they also not, don't want their own employees to get infected. So, of course, of course. So you have to think about that first. Indeed. Well, I mean, speaking of employees, I don't know if you saw the buses here. Uh, I was told have a new way of uh, protecting the drivers, right? So they have come up with some unique ways. So all that can be done. But, you know, wherever there is hospitality involved, where people walk close to each other, you know, the air crew, for example, the people who serve you drinks and other things, it's, it's not it's not that easy, right? Yeah, and you look at all that, indeed, their safety, also the ground crew who prep the aircraft, all of these, it's, they have to take uh, those into account for sure. Yeah. So well, we're not talking about cricketers uh, mm. and the safety of cricketers. We are actually talking about the people who actually make this uh, event happen. Mm-hmm. All the organizers, all the uh, support staff, all the people who come out there and right. watch a match. Right. So these people are more vulnerable. Uh, the cricketers will always be in a five-star facility somewhere mm-hmm. uh, away from the public eye, you know, doing their own chores. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the normal people who will get affected, and then that can bring a country down. So it it can stop a country from functioning like it is doing now. It's it's going to be a debilitating situ- situation if they don't take action. This is yeah, in my opinion, I'm I'm being a bit more forthright about this, but I just feel that they have to make an announcement, just call it off. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, I think you have a very valid point of view there. And uh, it's see, sports can only exist. Sport is a way of celebrating life and way of identifying champions among us, right? But um, that is only possible when there is life. So uh, sort of having life and livelihood takes precedence, I'm sure. So um, yeah, I think uh, they will come to uh, the most obvious decision, the most common sense based decision, I'm sure. Right? Along with Mahindra Singh Dhoni's uh, career and his retirement. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's, a very, that's a very relevant point you brought up, right? Let's just get into it a little bit, right? So, uh, if IPL were to be cancelled, yeah. I think a couple of questions about the Indian cricket team would still remain unsettled. I mean, I'm this is I'm hoping uh, that the World T20 will go ahead in Australia, right? Yeah. So, uh, with that in mind, so I think the keeping slot was not entirely decided. They tried out. Uh, I'm only talking T20s here, right? Not mm-hmm. the ODIs or the Tests. So, um, a couple of slots they were still having a few, you know, doubts. Uh, KL Rahul's role, whether he'll keep, whether he'll just bat in the middle order. Right. Also, whether Mahendra Singh Dhoni can come back. Also, what will be Rishabh Pant's role? Whether he'll just be a part of the squad? Whether he'll he'll even make a squad? So that's one conundrum, right? The wicket keeping conundrum. So that's an interesting mm-hmm. point to discuss in today's episode, I think. So, mm-hmm. what do you think? If let's say as things stand, let's just assume this is going to end like this, and uh, there will be no IPL. So, what do you think? Uh, how do you think it should go? Who should be India's first choice keeper and who should be in the squad, Giri? Uh, first choice keeper, that's a good question. W- what I can say is Mahindra Singh Dhoni should not be part of this uh, T20 squad. Mm-hmm. Not the playing squad anyway. Maybe he can be one of the support staff if he wants to or if they want him to be there to share his experience and uh, knowledge. But I'm, I'm not sure if the T20 World Cup will go on. <laughs> Mm. Uh, in it's still in October, right? But yeah, about the first choice keeper, so they trialed Raquel Rahul. They have Rishabh Pant. Who else did they have? They also had Sanju Samson. Sanju, Sanju Samson was a failure with the bat. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he did well enough. So Rishabh Pant is still there. 
uh, on the on the fringes. Sanju Samson is probably behind him at the moment, but ahead of them all, I think KL Rahul because T20 mm. it doesn't need a lot of stamina, so you don't have to keep for 50 overs or 90 overs in a day. It's just 20 overs, and KL Rahul yeah doesn't need to bend his back too much. He's good enough, just like our own uh, Rahul Dravid back then mm-hmm. uh, in the 90 2003 World Cup, right? So that's when he was keeping. Right. So I think that could be a potential option, uh, and I would go for that. I don't know if there is any other keeper apart from uh, these two. That's right. So somebody like probably Dinesh Karthik uh, falls out of the reckoning. I guess. Yeah, I don't think he's he's ever going to make it back to the Indian squad. He's on the wrong side of 35. Yeah, makes sense. And I think Dhoni, as you say, has probably walked into the sunset for good, right? Yeah. A okay. sad way to uh, finish because I would have. Yeah, knowing the champion player that he is, and the way he announced his retirement from Test cricket mm-hmm. in 2014, out of the blue, nobody expected. So I was expecting something similar. So I'm a little bit disappointed, but yeah, it's his life, it's his career. So he gets to decide, of course, because he's he's won us two World Cups. Right. Yeah. Look, when I I remember the finals of the you know the T20 trophy that's held by BCCI, not uh, IPL, but the standard T20 uh, competition that they hold every year, right? So Syed Mushtaq Ali Trophy. So in this case, I remember the finals between Karnataka and Tamil Nadu, and KL Rahul was keeping. I was actually quite impressed with his temperament as a keeper as well. Right in the final, it was a very tense final, which Karnataka managed to defend by one run or something. They managed to win by one run in the final. So I was actually impressed with his, um, yeah, now since let's say his presence behind the stumps. So yeah, I would I would say I can agree with you there. So I think he starts as the starting keeper. But Rishabh Pant would definitely be in the squad, and that's about it, right? You probably don't need another keeper. If anything, if they want to give Sanju Samson a chance, he can probably go be the backup batsman as well as uh, he gives the additional option of being a keeper. But I would say his place either uh, can go to another batsman, a more deserving middle order batsman, mm-hmm. or uh, you know uh, we'll see how maybe to an all rounder depending on how India played. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that. I totally think that's the that's the setup. So I agree with you there. Uh, but yeah, uh, it may come to it that they may they may have to go for uh, KL Rahul because of his versatility to begin with. So mm-hmm. this this is something I totally agree with as well. So now um, that was that was an interesting one interesting point. Yeah. So if you look at you know the European Cricket League, which was postponed from uh 2019 to 2020 if you remember because they did not enough have enough time to organize all the things uh, for the tournament to go ahead in 2019 we just read that uh, even uh, it's doubtful that it will be held in 2020 so this year it was supposed to be held in um spain right so la manga club in spain but unfortunately it looks very unlikely we just have heard a announcement that this might be postponed to um 2021. In fact, this is a 10-hour format, by the way. This is not a 20-hour format, Kiri. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those the T10 cricket so tournaments. So mm-hmm. uh, it looks like it will be postponed to the coming year. So that's unfortunate. But I think again, uh, given the number of cases of corona that Spain has faced in the recent times, it might not be that easy. That makes sense that they be allowed to, you know, uh, recover from it. It it might not be enough. If, This was supposed to begin in May, and uh, it's going to be our end of May, last day of May. So it's still too early, I would say. So that makes sense. When you think about all of these things, I would like to spend a couple of minutes, maybe quickly going through. We've not discussed too much about it, the hundred, Giri. Uh, do you, you want to talk about it? 
Nah, we have some time today, so why not? So, um, you know, the 100, have you heard any nice things or any interesting news about it? What is your opinion about the 100, Giri? I told you my opinion about it already. We don't need it. <laughs> we don't need <laughs> that it. That is my opinion. We don't need it. We already have T20. Mm. Like, why do you need well, another shortened version of the game, which might uh, attract more kids or uh, younger generation, whatever? That's my opinion, but I have I haven't seen it happen. I haven't... Uh, mm-hmm. being able to watch or follow a match that has happened so I can't say for sure but this would have I mean it would have been a nice opportunity mm-hmm. to witness one this year but I don't know if it's ever going to happen uh-huh. uh, the English summer could be delayed right so we could have a delayed start uh, mm-hmm. in England so I'm not sure what what are your thoughts I mean do you like it do you are you looking forward to it look more than looking forward to it I'm being practical right so I am thinking um yeah, for me, it makes sense uh, that it's not a harm to try out a new version of cricket. Uh, I remember ECB was uh, the cricketing board that actually trialed out T20s in a big way. And look at where we are today. right? So I wouldn't write off any any TV series without, uh, sorry, any <laughs> cricket series without actually. <laughs> well, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. that was a Freudian slip, I'm sure. But I, I would not try, write off any cricketing series without once trialing it. Uh, they've also trialed T10, right? Look, I mean, let's be frank. There have been test matches that have gone on for like 10 days in the 1930s when people had more time in their lives, let's say. They have played test matches, a five-day test match which used to last six days because there used to be a break, a day break between the third and the fourth day, right? So from that, we have come down to five consecutive days of cricket and we are now seriously discussing four days of cricket, right, as a test test game. So um, looking at how the trend of, you know, cricket being played is evolving over time, it has to be said that this is, I mean, there are purists, there are people like us who love cricket and who want to, uh, you know, enjoy it for what it is, right? The intense tussle of will and, uh, you know, stamina. But that being said, you have to still accept if you want to attract newer people. I've had a very tough time trying to explain it to my colleagues that you would lose seven hours of play and uh, on a Sunday and they're like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you stay back with your family? So it's a new way of attracting people. So it's it's it's. I wouldn't completely write it off. So maybe T10 is another way, but T10 is very close to street cricket. It's very much hit and giggle, I think. But that's what everybody thought about T20 as well, right? So let's see how it goes. So uh, my uh, personal opinion is to wait and watch and let's see how it develops because uh, I really don't wish for a day where there is no test cricket, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I really hope test cricket gets a new lease of life. When T20 came, we saw test cricket got a new lease of life because mm-hmm. because of advent of T20s, people are able to play these additional newer kind of shots. That meant their uh, repertoire of... Um, Playing shots has increased. That means test matches are more result-oriented these days. I would like to credit uh, T20s for that. I mean, T20s having an effect on ODS and then having the same effect on tests is what I would like to say. That's why tests are so much more result-oriented these days. So when there is such a positive that is right in front of my eyes, I'm going to wait and watch. 100 has its own quirks, right? 100 balls, consecutive overs can be bowled by the same bowler, I have 10 balls. Uh, yeah, there are five balls each over. There are enough confusing things there. I don't want to go into the technicalities of it. Yeah. I don't know why they had to ditch. You know, uh, this is not a very bad approach, but I don't know why they had to ditch a certain way of doing things. That that, that came out as a bit weird for me, but I understand where they're coming from. Look, 
have you ever understood the concept of playing 11 people in a game i haven't 10 seems to be a much rounder number right 100 seems to be a much rounder number than 120 you know you know what do you, do you remember the detective series adrian monk monk yes yes yeah he always liked multiples of 10 right and you would have loved this the concept <laughs> of 100 yeah. You can have him guest star, maybe make a appearance and maybe umpire in a game or something. I don't know. He was OCD, right? He would have loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but I think uh, coming back to 100 or T20, the skills of a bowler cannot be um, explored a bit more. It's too much stacked in favor of the batman. I have a feeling that 100 could also be you know, in favor of the batsman. That's what it might be. And, and, and like you said, in test cricket, we get to see both sides right so batting as well as bowling and then you get to see real skills being tested and how good you are and how good your mental strength is not just the physical hitting power or uh, being able to bowl some slower deliveries or cutters right so it's it's a bit more than that so we are having less and less time these days for these sort of activities and um, by we i mean everybody out there right so we have to also acknowledge things are changing and uh, we have to sort of make up our minds to see if at least we take a couple of steps in that direction to adapt to the changing world around us. If I were to give you a parallel, uh, apart from cricket, right, there are these operas written by great composers, right? Uh, the Der Nibelung, The Ring, right? Written by Wagner is nine hours long, right? In the 1950s, regularly, Indian classical music concerts used to be five hours long, four hours long, right? Nobody has that kind of time anymore. If you go into the classic music scene, it's all two hours, one and a half hours, you know, People are adapting. Other fields are also adapting. So it's the same concept. It's just that our attention span and our, you know, ability to do multiple things has, you know, has led to this. So I really hope uh, one thing, though, was, you know, it, it brings with it its own disadvantages, like uh, more result-oriented tests started appearing because people would not last five days. The teams would not last five days. Therefore, came the talk of three-day tests or four-day tests, right? Therefore, uh, there may be some disadvantages as well, but I would mostly wait and watch and hope there are a lot more positives. Right, Kiri? So uh, we really hope, you know, there is this positive impetus and uh, uh, we'll see how the 100 plays out, if at all it plays out, given the weather and the current uh, uh, conditions, we don't know when the 100 will be played. So let's really hope uh, and the 100 is played as well. So ah, that was a nice discussion, Giri. Going further, um, let's look at the trivia section, right? So the trivia question from the previous episode was, when was the last time Saurashtra, under any name, uh, had, that had won the Ranji Trophy, right? So the answer to this question is an interesting one, right? So Saurashtra last won the Ranji Trophy in 1943-44 as Western India, right? And interestingly, the runners-up also in that year and that season was Bengal. So uh, maybe Bengal has a bit of good luck when it comes to Saurashtra, right? And previously, they were known by the name Navanagar, and they had won it previously once more. So this is the third time, effectively, Saurashtra are winning the Ranji Trophy. And uh, yeah, congrats to them. So the trivia question from this episode is, who is an Olympic gold medalist who has also played cricket at the highest level, right? You have to go back a few decades, I'm sure. But the answer is there somewhere in the annals of history, if you are... A cricket fan, probably it's a nice thing to dig up. If you already know the answer, we would be very happy to get the answer from you. So can you name an Olympic gold medalist who has played cricket at the international level, at the highest level, right? You can write in to us with the answer to this question, either by leaving a comment in whichever podcasting app you use. There are plenty that we, you know, that are in our uh, uh, episode notes. 
Outside of this, uh, you could also write into us on Twitter at armchaircricketpod is the address. Also, you could write into us at our email address, which is armchair.cricket at gmail.com, right? Or you could also, you know, uh, leave it as a comment on our Facebook page. So these are all different avenues in which you can get in touch with us to give us the answer to the trivia question, or maybe if you have any suggestions for us, don't uh, hesitate to share them with us. So with, you know, some enforced uh, self-quarantining uh, happening everywhere. We hope you have a lot of time uh, to spare. That means you're able to listen to a lot more uh, cricketing podcasts or whichever podcast you like. So if you have not had a chance to listen to our backlog of episodes, so we have a back catalog of about 79 episodes before today's episode. So if you do find some time, I hope you can go back and listen to our different episodes. So that would be a great help to all of us as well. So I do hope you do stay tuned in. So whether this get or not, we plan to do our episodes regularly. So I hope we we will have your continued, uh, you know, listenership for our podcast. So uh, thanks a lot. That's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from him. Bye bye. Go for it.